you just go out and do it, you know? If it fails, it fails, but you can say you did it. You're not wishing like, oh, I don't know what would have happened if I would have did it, you know? So. So today we have a fellow Casa Moore lad on the show today, but this one appeared on Love Island USA, not Love Island UK. He was living it up in Vegas, not Mallorca, I know where I'd rather be. He's a professional baseball player living in Miami, and even though we didn't get to see a lot of him on our screens, we can tell he was the life of the party. So happy to have DeAndre on the show today. Welcome, my love! Thank you all for having me, I'm excited. Thank you, thank you. Yay, welcome. I'm so happy to have you on the show. How are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So, um, we were on Love Island. How do you feel about that? We were both on Casa Amor. How crazy is that? It's nuts. I, like, when I realized that you were on Casa Amor as well, I was like, wow. Like, they're really, they really getting some good-looking people to search some things up. So, <laughs> some more stuff. Are you happy that you were on Casa Amor, or would you would rather have had it different um yeah i was happy to be on casa more like kind of the the concept of it being the temptation getting some heads turning so and the girls like when we walked in too so that was good yeah i think your casa more was way more interesting than ours have you watched the uk one you think have i watched the uk one um i watched it briefly to kind of get some insight of the show but i didn't know i heard y'all's was like a lot more loose though than ours Oh, really? Yeah, I heard y'all's were a lot more. Like, y'all could do more than we could, or more could be shown, I guess. You know what? I I think back in the day, Love Island was like that. That Now it's kind of like, we can't swear, we can't smoke on, on screen. Did you guys smoke? On, on no, there? we did not smoke. No. But um, I enjoyed your cast more. It was really good. Really good. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let's get into the questions, because we've got a lot to talk about. So... Tell us about your Love Island experience. How was the audition and did you apply or did they reach out to you? Um, the audition was dope. Um, the producers and everything were great. Uh, I love the setup. I love the concept. Um, they reached out to me um, and we kind of juggled some things back and forth because I did play baseball. So it's more so of like uh, I was trying to find the time, but I did have the time because of COVID. So it, it worked out. So you know what I mean? So I was able to do that. And then, yeah, the experience was great, and I wouldn't change it for anything. Did you Did you have any regrets? No regrets. No regrets at all. I um, Like I said, I would do it all over again. Uh, the people were great. Like, the whole setup was great. The villa was dope. Um, and it was cool because it was shot at Dre. So I've, I've spent some time there in my off-season as well. That villa looked gorgeous. What was it like? <laughs> It was dope. The villa was, uh, it was it was super comfortable. Like I was like, cause I remember watching it uh, before we went in and stuff like that. I was like, wow, this junk looks amazing. Like I can't wait to get in there. I was like itching. So when I got there, I was like, wow, this is, I could live here. Like <laughs> I could really live here. Yeah. So you went from Miami to Vegas. Yeah, from Miami to Vegas. Nice. So you've just had the sunshine all all the flipping time. <laughs> I did have a lot of sunshine. I was glad. It was supposed to be shot in Fiji though, so Oh gutted. I I am just very cold here in New York. It is chilly there. <laughs> and I just Yeah. And I just need some sunshine. That's all I need. So they reached out to you. How did they reach out to you? Uh Instagram. Instagram and then the applying process nice. and everything. Kinda like everyone else and then um 
yeah, it kind of just flowed from there. So. How long were you in like the um, audition process? Um, the audition process actually went kind of fast because I was uh, I was more so on the later end, and um, because they had okay. already had like the main cast and stuff like that, so it was more so I was being casted for that. You know what I mean? Or to go or to come in later because they already had everything set. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, and um, the process was quick. It was professional, and um, they got me out there and. That's that's how I that's how I popped on screen. Nice. <laughs> what was your what was your line again that you said? <laughs> oh, the the famous line, "Ladies, your daddy's here." Wow, your daddy is here. That's what he said. Um, how many followers did you have before going into the villa? Uh, I had like close to five thousand. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, m- most of it was more so of like baseball and like little mm-hmm. kids and stuff like that, and. What I realized after going on the show was so many people watched that show, which I didn't know. You know, so I was getting uh, followers from the UK. I was getting followers from everywhere that I was like, and it was a different crowd of people that I now had to entertain um, rather than just the sports world. So it was, uh, now I'm at 12.3. So nice. the, the jump went pretty well and they're still going. Like I still have like, I get like, 20 to 30 every day you know what I mean so it's just they're rolling in so it's good um yeah like I said I wouldn't change it yeah I see your Instagram followers growing every day that's great yeah and Instagram is a big thing now you know so like it's uh that's kind of everyone's platform so and I feel that it helped because your um series was aired in the UK did you know that yeah that's what they told me because they told me it was uh it it was kind of I guess it was aired later than when ours was so I was like uh I kind of got that wave of people too I was like what's going on and they're like I'm watching you on the show right now I'm like oh okay like I I hope you're enjoying it (laughs) like yeah and then that's shit because then they know that you've left because they can see that you're on Instagram true 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 yeah so it's like they already knew what was going on before but I don't know if they got a good uh a good experience. I feel like that's a more like genuine like uh, what's the word? That's a more genuine interaction because they know I got eliminated, but they're still like, oh, we still like you anyway. Like you yeah, know? yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, how do you find like the Instagram world? Like now that you're not just like posting your baseball stuff, like how do you find it being like an influencer? Um, it's different. Like I was doing, like I said, the crowd is crowd is a lot different. So um, I mean. Everyone doesn't like sports, but everyone likes, I feel like everyone likes to laugh. So I, I tend to, you know, do some do some comedy things, do some, you know, because I'm goofy as it is. So it's, uh, it's kind of good to be able to, like, show the personality and not have to just strictly focus my content on baseball, you know. So it's like, and it's cool because people are engaging with it, you know. So it's more so of I now can do both. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So let's go on to your training. What's your training like and what's a typical day like in your life? A typical day in my life training-wise. So I wake up at, my training starts at 8 a.m. So I'm up around, yeah, I'm up around like 7. And um, give me a quick bite to eat, you know, shower, brush my teeth, all of that. Go to the gym, work out for about two hours, right? Two hours, uh, then we'll go, I'll have lunch. I'll uh, do some batting practice in between the day as well, and then I get a little rest break, and then in the evening, I um, 
I work out again around 4.35, just depending on uh, what other slots they have available. And then I'm done around like, that last workout is more so like an hour, so I'm done around like 6, 6.30. And then if I'm not dead, then I'll uh, I'll watch some sports or something <laughs> like that. But uh, no, it's uh, I'm used to it now, so it's not as as hectic as it seems. But uh, yeah, that's, that's a typical day in the life of DeAndre. That is wild, because honestly, I see you all the time, like sweating so much on your Instagram story. So is that Monday to Friday? Monday through Friday, yeah. And then you get the weekend off. Yeah, the weekends are more so of like uh, recovery days. I mean, I kind of stretch and do some other things like that because it's like I've been doing it for so long. Like it's just like even if I have an off day on Saturday or Sunday, if I don't work out, I feel like I'm not productive. Like I have to start my day with something. So I kind of after this, I'll go and do like a little bit of cardio stretch and kind of prepare myself for the week. Nice, nice. That's that's intense, but you love it. So you got to do it. Yeah, it's going to get me some places, so um, hopefully it opens some more doors for me. And when are you back playing baseball? When's the season? Um, the season should start at the end of February, early March, if everything's on schedule. Um, like I said, things could change because of COVID and stuff. Uh, it's kind of been shaky. As actually, the, like I said, the reason I was even able to do the show was because our season was kind of voided this year. But, um, yeah, it should be... Uh, into February, early March. Nice, nice. Love that. So, back to Love Island. Did you go on Love Island looking for love? I did go on Love Island looking for love. Everybody doesn't believe it, but I did for really? sure. Really? Really. I had a, I kind of had like a, uh, a different mindset of how it could probably work for me. And I kind of did this. I told uh, the interviewer this for Entertainment Tonight after we got off of the show she was like DeAndre like you're tall like you're good looking like you're a professional athlete like why weren't the girls like flocking over you and I'm like because it's you have pros and cons of being like a professional athlete meaning when you have that title as an athlete and a professional it's like okay you are getting interest from a lot of women anyway or people in general you know so it makes it tough on your significant other to kind of accept that if they're not used to that type of, you know, interaction from people. So to go back to Love Island, it's more so of like, I liked it because everything was isolated. Like, there's no, like, I could go to a bar and if I tried to talk to a girl at a bar and it didn't work out, I could talk to seven more girls at that same bar before I left, you know, until something worked. But in the villa it's more so like you have to get to know this one person and every you're not talking you don't have your phone you don't have family to talk to you have no excuse you don't have hey let's go to lunch today or like let's go chill by the pool no i gotta work no you don't we're in the same house we go to sleep we wake up together so it's like it's it's me and you for like you know in the time frame that i'm there and i felt like being kind of isolated from everyone would make uh make the connection a little bit better. Plus, nobody was really worried about status there. So everyone knew, like, once they got off the show, they were going to have their own. So it wasn't like I was, like, a hot commodity because I was a baseball player. It's more so of, like, it, it was kind of, like, irrelevant at that point, you know? Mm, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Do you think you're ready to settle down now? Are you ready to find your wifey? Oh, a thousand percent. I'm looking for it right now. Hopefully I get, you know take some skills I learned from the show and kind of apply them to real life. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking. Um, we'll see where she comes from, though. We'll, we'll just kind of 
go with the flow right now. Do you find it hard in Miami to like find 1, love? 1,000% is hard to find love in Miami because it's just, uh, me and actually a friend of mine actually had a conversation. It's just like, it's a cycle. Like people come in and out, you know? You can meet a great girl and it's like she's not from here, but it's like, dang, she probably leaves on Sunday. You know what I mean? Now it's like, how can... How yeah. can I keep rekindling this? And then just the lifestyle of Miami is different anyway. Everyone's kind of here for the moment, you know? So it's more so, what can you do for me at the time? Can you put me on a boat at the time? Can you get me in the club at the time? When people come out here, they want to party. So it's not it's not like an intimate kind of feeling because it's a lot of different outlets. Like, you can do whatever with whoever if you know the right Jeez, people. I never thought of it like that, actually. But when I came to Miami, I did feel that sort of, like, energy, like... I just couldn't settle down there. Yeah, no, it was no. You're right. Like I, um, and the thing is, when I moved here, I told myself I would never live in Miami. Now I'm living in Miami, <laughs> but uh, I told myself I would never live here for that specific thing because I was like, it's it's because I'm from South Carolina, so this is like a different, this is a different way of moving, a different way of you know living than what I'm accustomed to. Because where I'm from. Kind of what I said on the show. People made like a joke about it. I told Kirsten in our little one on one. I was like, "Yeah, I want to be that dad that like cuts grass. Like, I want to be, I want to be that." And they're like, "Cut grass." I was like, "If you think about it, like people from South Carolina, like they get married young and they stay together for a while. You know what I mean? They're together for twenty, thirty years, and that's like the the vibe I'm trying to be on." Nice. So you don't see yourself like staying in Miami for the long haul. Uh, no, I actually was, I've been here for a year now and I was thinking about actually maybe staying here for one more year, but, and then I'll be 26. So it's like, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't see anything coming out of specifically Miami, maybe Florida. Maybe if I go more North, maybe to like West Palm or like Boca where it's more so of like not a party every day, you know? And um, yeah. maybe like Tampa area or something like that. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Miami is the. I don't want to say wrong place to find. It's just it just makes it tougher. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What's a deal breaker for you in a in a relationship? What's like the the no goes? Uh, for me, a deal breaker. <laughs> I don't have many. I'm not that. Uh, I'm not that picky. I just I'm the type. I'm a very honest person. So it's like, I. Like I like communication with my partner, meaning like I don't want you to think I don't I'm not an I hate assumptions. That's one thing I cannot stand. I mean, I, they're gonna happen, but like if you keep them at a minimum and we can kind of like talk about it, because I'm the type if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you, even if it's like something that is the worst possible thing, I'll let you know because I'm like okay, I would rather this than you thinking something is going on or something is happening when it's not so now I'm like digging myself out of a hole that I didn't put myself in you know so it's like uh that's one thing I just just communication because I don't know I feel like it makes everything simple honesty is so important though like I just feel like some guys can just get themselves into some shit because they weren't honest from this from day one and it can get worse and worse and worse because they just weren't honest on that on that first question that the gal asked them you know exactly like it's more so of like you never know what her response is gonna be you know what I mean you're just you're you're now assuming you're assuming like I can't talk to my woman you know what I mean no matter what it is and I'm like First of all, if 
if I have to go to the extent to do something to where it's like it's gonna hurt you, like I don't need to be with you, you know. I would rather just not be put in that situation rather than doing it and then having to re- rekindle like our uh, our trust or whatever, you know. So I don't know. That's just me though. No, no. I honestly no. That's great because trust is a thing that you have to keep growing in a relationship it's never going to be like 100 percent. it's like and then trust is so easy to break as well it can be breaking like two seconds but you're constantly growing that trust as well so i find trust is very important definitely trust is trust is the main thing and that's like i said it goes back to the assumption thing too like because that that attention that added pressure is going to be there so it's like i need a i need a woman that can kind of understand like yo like I'm with you for a reason, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm with you because you're different than everyone else, and I want to be with you, so I'm not going to jeopardize that for anything. Amen. And you kind of can't have an insecure girl knowing that all the gals that you are getting, there will be girls attracted to you. No matter, Yeah, no matter what. And it's like, I've had instances where it was, like, I was out with my girl at the time, um, and... Like, yeah, people come up, girls come up, like, oh my God, you play for this, da, da, da. And it, if it's an attractive girl, and I had this conversation with my ex now, and I'm like, I feel like if the girl is, like, attractive in any sense, like, now it's an issue. You know what I mean? Like, that, that adds the pressure, like, oh, like, I could lose you to her. And I'm like, no. Like, what do you mean now? If someone else, because I've had the same mention, or a girl that you don't feel, like, as threatened by, um talk it's no issue we don't have any we have no you know i said no discussion afterwards or no anything because you now feel safe but i you should feel safe all the time you know Mm -hmm. and i i always believe that it's about how your partner acts it's not about the girls because the girls can do whatever the fuck they want they can come up to you they're gonna come up to you but it's about like how your partner reacts you can't get angry when a girl comes up to your partner because cool let the girl act how she wants to but it's how the partner reacts is the most important thing you can't be getting angry at something that you can't control definitely like and that's the thing i i want when i take my girl out i want people to be like yo i want dudes to try and take her from me because i know you're not but i want you to try because it's like i know she cold like she bad i want you to make me understand that i'm not blind you feel me like she is she's that real deal so um, yeah, like, I want her to get that interest, too. But like I said, I have enough confidence in myself. And I'm like, like, whatever you plan on doing with this person, you're not going to get anything better from this person. You know what I mean? Like, this is not to be cocky or anything, but I'm going to treat you the best way you can be treated. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important before getting into a relationship, you have to be so sure within yourself. Because times like those, it can fucking kill you like I've been in relationships where I've had the tiniest bit of insecurity and it can fucking destroy you so that's why it's so important when in a relationship you have to be sure of yourself you have to know that they're with you because they want to be with you exactly I definitely I agree with that 100% mm-hmm. well that was that was a nice little chat let's get on to the next question um so regarding Love Island who did you get on with who didn't you get on with and who are you still in touch with spill the tea Oh, okay. Let's start. I'll start with the last question. Who am I still in touch with? I'm still in touch with everyone. Everyone, um, even uh, people from season one, because we're all kind of mixed together now. Like, I I got together with a couple of them when they came out here to Miami. Um, A few of the the girls stay out here in Miami, actually. The ones that were, well, Julia stays out here. 
Lakin stays out here and Cher stays out here. So I, I catch up with them a good bit and stuff like that. And then people are always coming in. Um, interested in when I first got there. Uh, I mean, I talked to Kirsten, Justine. Um, Sally was on my radar too, but she was kind of already tied up. So I'm like, ah, I'm only, I'm only working on limited time, you know, so I got to... You know, I gotta, I gotta go with what I know. So, and it was more so of a respect level too. Like, like I said, because we watched the shows coming in. So it's like, at the time, <laughs> I was like, yeah, they like, they super strong. Like they're, like they're the, their deal. Like I don't want to mess that up. So, but if you kept watching, then you know, you saw what you needed to see. But, uh, and. Who was I? Who? What was the other question? Who was I? No, who did you not get on with? Uh, who did I not get on with? Uh, I wanted to, so I wanted to get on with Lauren, but she was gone before I came. Because um, I remember, I think her and Trey were eliminated right before our team came in. So I was, I was heavy on wanting to talk to her because she was gorgeous. And um, but yeah, it just didn't kind of work out. Lauren was the British girl, right? Yes, she was. <laughs> that British accent. Um, okay, that's nice that you're in touch with them all. Are you still in touch with like people from your season? Oh, by the way, can we just talk about Sally and Johnny? They've broken up, right? Um, no, I don't think they're. I don't know, honestly. Like, I can't really speak on it. Like, I definitely would let you know if I knew, but um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I see them on Instagram. They're still like posting pictures, or they had been the last time I saw. So, I don't know. I mean, I. I mean, I wish them kind of the best, but I really, I, if I knew, I definitely Because I saw them. something on Instagram the other day that they, they've broken up. Or it, maybe it was like a, a fucking rumor. I don't know. Was that Sally and Johnny or Justine and Kayla? Sally and Johnny, yeah. Like, not knocking anything, but it like, it's a lot, it's a lot of pressure if you don't know how to handle that. You know what I mean? If you don't know how to handle coming off of a show like that where now everyone knows who you are. Like... I went. The reason I kind of got back to like my regular life as well is because I already had a little bit of buzz before I went on the show with baseball. Like I knew how to handle press, I knew how to handle media, t- uh, TV interviews, stuff like that. So you know, you got a couple younger guys that are now on TV that are now known by people all over the world. It's like the same stuff they're getting, I'm getting. Like you know what I mean? And it's it's more so of like I feel like if I was 22, 21 at the time, I like. Cause I feel like that first group of guys were a little bit younger. Like I would be wilding out too. Like I would, cause I know I did. I wild out when I first started playing ball. Like and it's just it comes with it. But then as as you get older, since I'm 25 now, you kind of you kind of realize that you have your fun and then you kind of settle down. Do you bit, think so. that's a crucial part in your life to like go through like a hotation and then get it all out your system before you settle down? Thousand percent. I think so because like. You you gotta you know you don't wanna I'm I'm a person I don't like to live on regrets so like if I like if I'm now with you I'm like dang like I'm interested in doing this or this then it's gonna tempt me to want to do it even if I'm with you you know what I mean but if you've already done like and that's one thing that I'm I say I'm blessed with because of baseball granted baseball itself is amazing like I get to play a sport for a living but like just the lessons it taught me the stuff like I did a lot of things and like I said not the two mile horn but I've done a lot of things at a younger age than people like 17 18 years old you know traveling meeting celebrities 
being around certain groups of people just because of my profession it's more so like it became normal it became like it's not it's not like uh what is it i don't get really starstruck anymore and i know how to handle the room per se you know and nice. um, i feel like if i didn't go through that like at 25 like living here now where you see celebrities on the on the regular or you see you know um you're around like your favorite people that you can't really get in touch with only through like you see them on television like you wouldn't know how to or you're getting like the show you're getting now people from all over that are saying they love you or calling you daddy in your dms because you said that you know what i mean it's just you gotta learn how, you gotta learn you gotta learn how to handle it you know so it's uh yeah i don't know i just as a younger as a younger guy it would have been a little bit more difficult but like i said i i applaud baseball for that for like making me mm. up a little bit more so you would say that you've done your fun you've got it out your system and then then you know because i feel like when you've settled down it's the time to be with your hubby. It's the time to ha- have time with your kids. You don't want to even be thinking, oh my gosh, like I didn't even like fuck around when I was young. I didn't party enough. I didn't like have those times where I just got in at like 7 a.m. And then you're gonna start to want to do that when you're with your husband, with you, with your kids. Like, yeah, get that out your system, guys. Get it out your system, fucking do it now. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, get it out, you know, experience some stuff, do some things. And like, that right person will come, like, later in your life and stuff like that and um yeah i mean they're gonna have the same things like everyone comes with their own little story so like you know that's something that that i look forward in like when i meet like my significant other whoever she may be like oh wow you did this like yo that's dope like i got some stuff i did too but it's not like in a bad way to where it's like i'm like now judging you for it it's like we got it out our way like you know what i mean now we're we're together you know what i mean like we're we're solid in each other absolutely because i think i would rather meet when i meet my husband i would rather him have had the best time of his fucking life before meeting me because if he hasn't experienced that shit i'll be all like oh shit he's gonna wanna he's gonna wanna go and have the the lads holidays yeah that shit can't happen (laughs) she's like nah (laughs) i'm not with that yeah get out your system before you meet me hon you know um I mean, obviously, like I said, baseball is always in the in the forefront. I um, I mean, I've dabbled in, in some modeling and stuff like that for more so of athletic brands and things like that. Uh, I want to do more so television. I don't know if I'll do more like love shows. Um, I I'd be interested in doing more reality TV or like hosting like a network or like stuff like that. So I've been in talks with some people trying to get some things done. So. Who knows? You just got to stay tuned. You never know. Like, I just, I pop out with random things. Like, people are like, what? You all love Olive, but you play baseball? Like, what? Yo, you do everything. I'm like, that's what I want. I want you to, I want you to know that I'm a, the jack of all trades. Absolutely. <laughs> and I feel like, because what's happening with the world, you just don't know what's around the corner at the moment. It can be anything. That's great. Let's see if you're on, um, you're up presenting a show next time we see you. Who knows? I think I, I think I can do it. I think I have the, uh the makeup for it and the personality so hopefully um hopefully we can make that happen we'll see amazing have you ever thought about moving to LA I have actually um I've never been which is crazy but uh LA I've I've been told like that's where the work is you know if you want to get into stuff like that like it's literally in your backyard so and everybody's like bro you was thriving LA and I'm like yeah like I'll have to go out there test the waters first because um like, like I said, I've never been there, so, but I, I feel like it, it would be a lot of opportunities for me in LA, um, 
So yeah, I think I'll probably go out there see it first, and then you know if if it's beneficial to my career, then yeah. I'll nice. Yeah, I want to experience LA. I feel like I'm on that mindset at the moment where I just want to try out every state in America. Like I'm I'm trying out New York right now. <laughs> I want to go to LA soon. It's on my vision board for 2021. Looking out right now, it's gonna happen. Um, yeah. So I just want to try out uh, loads of places. I think that's that's my goal. Yeah, you should. I mean. That's another thing kind of like we uh like we were kind of just talking about like relationship wise too. Like you can tell your hubby <laughs> later on in life, like, yeah, I've been here, been been here. and then like y'all can now you have that experience, now you have that knowledge. It's like, oh, well if you want to settle down here, like, you know what I mean? I already have, you know, I've been there. Or and then you're not anxious to like wanna do that if for whatever reason they're not a traveler, you've already done it, you know what I mean? So think that'd be good exactly because if i always i also think if your husband hasn't traveled and then they're like they have this urge to just get out and just go everywhere and then and then you've got kids and you've got it's like harder to do that but like just fucking do it when you haven't got the ties and then they won't regret it (laughs) exactly it it sounds simple doesn't it it sounds just like like a drop in the bucket but it's like uh i don't know uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because, like you said, it's just more so of the um, the interest factor of like, oh, what's it like over there, or what can this girl provide for me? It's like once you get all that out of the way, and it's like I know what I want, and this is it right here in front of me. I'm good. Boom! Exactly. Twenty twenty one mantra. There we go. So we're coming up to the last two questions of the podcast, my love. So this question I ask all my guests. What are you listening to at the moment? What's on your Spotify playlist? What's on your Apple Music? What is on repeat? What is your favorite album or song at the moment? Ooh, favorite album or song? I like Jack Harlow's new album. I don't know the name of it, but it's so fire. Like he's Jack Harlow is slow, slowly becoming one of my top art uh, artists and people I listen to. Um, I'm a big little baby fan too. Like I, I like little baby, little baby bangs. He uh, he's just so uh, like he can literally move on any beat. Like he has the like melodies, everything. So it's like, um, yeah, he's a he's a. I'm a fan of his. I'm sorry, and um, I was about to say he's a fan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is. I don't know. He, he's a uh, yeah. I'm a fan of his, and uh, yeah. So it's a lot of Jack Harlow, little baby. Uh, Big Sean is my overall favorite artist just because of, uh, you know, his wordplay and things like that. So, yeah, that's that's what you hear me listening to in the gym when I'm pushing weights around and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, nice, nice. That gives you the motivation. Jack Harlow, did you say? Yeah, Jack Harlow. I haven't heard that one. I'm going to listen to his album. Yeah, it's nice. It's, uh, he came, he was... The guy who started the the was popping ah of course and he had the remix and then now he dropped the whole album so it's like it's smooth oh sick i like that i like that have you listened to do you like jasmine sullivan have you heard so, of jasmine sullivan i feel like the name sounds familiar. i don't know per se you have to name her song she's me. just brought out a song with her and she's brought out a whole new album and it's honestly on repeat i think you'll like it give it a, I'll send it to you after okay yeah for sure I'd, uh, I'd love to hear it you probably put me on to something new now yes Jasmine Sullivan is smashing it okay we've got the last question coming up okay what would you have told yourself before entering your 20s oh what would I have told myself 
Uh, <laughs> I feel like everything that I've done or like accomplished to this point was because like I've told myself to like go go get it. You know what I mean? Like go after it. Like don't don't have any regrets. Like I said earlier, um, that's my biggest thing because like I don't want to ever think back and be like what a, what would have happened if or you know i could have did this i'm like just go out and do it you know if it fails it fails but you can say you did it you're not wishing like oh i don't know what would have happened if i would have did it you know so i would just kind of tell myself the same thing just keep going after it keep uh keep striving for what you want and don't let anything like deter you from that love that i love that would you say that your 20s have been fun would you say they've been a roller coaster would you say that you've hit some lows would you say that they've been all right um they've been good you know i um i'm a very positive person so like i mean everyone has their little hurdles and their hiccups but i spend everything into a positive like if any if something were to happen i'm like okay maybe that just wasn't for me or maybe you know perfect example of the the pandemic you know what I mean like everything it's you know terrible right now like in the world you know and just a lot of people struggled through it a lot of people gained from it because they knew how to maneuver and stuff like that but it's like my experience through it was a lot different than others like when my kids asked me or my kids and grandkids asked me like like what'd you do like when this happened like because it's going to be it's going to be history, you know what I mean? It's going to be one thing, like, that's stapled in history. So I'll be like, I went on a reality television show, and, um, you know, now I have shot more. Now now you see why I've, we live in this house or whatever, because now maybe I've been in movies and stuff like that. So it's more so of, like, everything can be spun into a positive for you. Just allow it. So my 20s have been been pretty solid. Oh, I love that. I love hearing a positive view on your 20s because sometimes you just get some... Because 20s are a roller coaster. Like, it's the it's the, the years that you're finding yourself, you're finding your characteristics, and it's nice to hear that you've got a positive outlook on your 20s. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, I, um, I appreciate it. I, I tend to try and spread some positive vibes in the air, you know? We need I love them, so. that. I love that. And also, I like the fact that like you, when your kids do ask you like what did you do in the pandemic like what did you do when it was covid times it's crazy because we've all got our different stories and i'm going to be telling my kids i moved fucking countries i moved from england to new york in a pandemic think about that like it's crazy like we're literally i was having this conversation with a friend of mine like we're going to be labeled as quote unquote like survivors like you survived covid-19 you know what i mean so it's like because it's going to be like i said it's going to be history for like it's going to be taught to like our kids like this is what happened in 2020 like and it's more so of um yeah man like it's crazy to kind of think about because uh this is going to change a lot of things if you can't already tell it's gonna it's gonna shift us into the 21st century you know so it's like um it's it's crazy and like i said another thing that i think is going to keep our Love Island group together is because we all experienced through that, that same thing. Like, I feel like no matter what happens, like, we're all going to be tied because of, one, we did it through COVID. And then, two, it was more so, like, all of us went in with a positive mind. And, you know, it was it was difficult, but, like, we all we all were able to, you know, make the best out of it. So That's crazy because you're the only Love Island that 
did Love Island during this pandemic because England got cancelled. So you guys actually were the only Love Island that was filming whilst this pandemic was happening. Crazy, right? Crazy to think about, huh? (laughs) So wait, so you had to quarantine before going into the show? We did. So uh, once I got there, we had to quarantine for two weeks, like just how when you travel and stuff like that. We did our COVID tests. We did, I think, uh, three or four. I don't know. It was a lot. But we did like three or four in like that two weeks before um, before uh, we were even allowed to, you know, leave our room, stuff like that. So it was a lot of in-home workouts. It was a lot of, uh, like I said, isolation. Imagine being in like stuck in your room with no phone, no, you know what I mean? It's just like you can't really... You just got to watch Netflix. So <laughs> that's all I did. Watched everything on Netflix, you know, it worked out. Like it made, it made my mind a lot sharper too because it was like you don't have, like I said, your parents or your friends or you can't just hop on your phone and kill time on Instagram. It's like, all right, I really got to plan my day. Like I, like when I wake up, I'm going to wake up at 10. I'm going to work out until, well, I'm going to wake up at 9. I'm going to shower. I'm going to work out till 12, you know. My food's going to be here. Then I'm going to watch a three-hour show, you know. Uh, now it's three o'clock, then I'm going to eat and then I'm going to, you know, work out again or something like just to get the days going, you know? And then once you kind of get in that routine, it got simpler, but, uh, yeah, it made me, it made me dedicate like, like myself to, you know, figuring out how to, you know, go through the whole, the whole cycle of being like isolated. Everyone was wanting to live through us at the time like everyone was tuning in because they were like oh one i'm in the house two like because so many people asked me like was this was this shot like previously i was like no this was every like this was live like y'all saw the whole entire thing but the like i said the production was perfect the the um the testing and everything was perfect they made sure everyone was safe before everything so it, it was cool I love that you've got a good outlook on your Love Island experience. It's really refreshing to hear that. Um, And it's so true. Like, I I forgot about that. We were watching you on TV when we were flipping lockdown in our houses. So we were watching you and everyone's in their house. So, of course, it got good views. Like, we were all watching people kissing and fucking... (laughs) Not fucking. Doing everything that you would regularly be doing in your life that you can't right now. You know, like yeah, wild, absolutely wild. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, thank you, my love. That that comes to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for being on the show. And everyone, go check out DeAndre on Instagram. He's got a great Insta. You will love it. Thank you, my love. Thank you for having me, man. Anytime. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I really hope you enjoyed it. I would love if you could just leave a little review. It really helps to grow my podcast and obviously I want to get 20 something and clueless out there to everyone. Even a share on your Instagram story or even send it to a friend. That would be most appreciated. <laughs>